0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center.
1: Oh
2: yeah. News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable. It's Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert panel. Uh as we always have Stefan Schmidt from uh the uh the Marine Service instructor at George Stone Technical College. Uh Boat Smart, of course, brought to you by Key Marine, um, your Yamaha Mercury and Suzuki Repower Center. Uh glad to have you on the show today. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, let me turn your mic on there. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. You're on You're on uh, Andrew's mic this morning, so changing right. it up on me, yeah. I'm here now. Huh? You're here now,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a great weekend. I think my wife wished she could shut my mic off like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yep. I know a lot of people do, but, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate you this morning, and uh, it's a great, <laughs> great weather out there today. I wonder oh, if people yeah. are using their boats today, you know, oh, to get out there and uh, enjoy the weather. And uh, that we're having. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I had a great Thanksgiving and I hope everybody else out there did as well. And uh, just, uh, you know, it's just the time of year to reflect and eat a lot of food and then get on a diet.
2: Right. (sighs) Yeah. You know, I've been doing the intermittent fasting, which is fun because. For a certain time of day, I can just be as gluttonous as I want, eat whatever I want, but then for the next 12 to 15 hours, I pretty much just don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. I don't know.
0: Water. I, I, nothing works for me. I just keep trying, but yeah. you know, we'll just well, keep on trying. But, yeah, you are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-on show. In case you – if yeah. you maybe you, you're just waking up from your Thanksgiving coma, you can give us a call or text. <laughs> 850-437-1620 is the phone number, and you can give us a call or text, maybe a question about the school, maybe you have a question about your boat what to do with your boat while it's getting colder outside, you know, and you kind of start forgetting about it, you know, before it gets too cold, you may want to talk to me about that. And like you said, we are sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola. Remember they have that discount going on right now, 20% off of labor until, uh, January 8th of two twenty four of 2024. It's a great time to save money on your repairs, your services, you know, 20% is a big deal, and uh, you can get over there and, and save some money. Uh, maybe you're thinking about a Christmas gift for somebody. You can go over there and shop them. Maybe get, get them, talk them into a Christmas coupon or something, you know, for your boating friends. Right. You can do that as well. So check out Key Marine. You can check them out on our uh, website at keymarinecenter.com. Uh, you can also check them out on Facebook as well. As everybody knows, we are on uh, Thanksgiving break. They call it fall break, and that's uh, we didn't have any students this week. Yeah. But I had a lot of students reach out to me yesterday, which is kind of cool. You know, hey, Mr. Smith, nice. happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're having a great day. And, and I like that. And it's not only my students that are in my class now, but previous students oh, yeah. that, you know, that's been out in the field. They'll send me a message and, and say, say hi to me on, on holidays and stuff like that. And oh, I think that's cool.
2: I'm sure they're thankful for you every time they go to that job in the morning and they're like, yep, I'm getting paid to work on boats.
0: <laughs> yeah, and get to get out there on these sunny days and maybe ride oh, in them yeah. and stuff. You know, they'll send me uh, videos of stuff like they're out on a boat, mm-hmm. you know, a boats that, You can't even imagine million dollar boats. They're out there running these boats and enjoying Mm -hmm. some time on. you got to test run them. You got to go out there and ride in them, make sure they're in good shape. And you know, hey,
2: just enjoy that part. You know, so working in the kitchen, you got to sample it a little bit every once in a while, just to make sure your spices are right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So,
0: do you make stuff for Thanksgiving?
2: Jake. Um, I do not. Uh, I help my wife by opening the cans and uh, pouring some stuff out, and uh, getting the cat out of the kitchen, and uh, you know, just little things like that, making okay. some drinks. Okay. Um. Yeah, but she she did everything yesterday. She was great. She everything was delicious. The turkey was perfect. We did it in the crock pot. Oh, okay. So we did uh, just the turkey breast tenderloin.
0: So. People do turkey in all kinds of different ways. All don't different they? ways. There all kinds yeah. of ways. You know. Yep. Yeah, and you know, I do. I did deviled eggs yesterday. I usually cook yeah. at my house, but we ended up over at my brother in law's house, and uh, I did the deviled eggs. And I liked doing those, and they they were gone in five minutes, so oh, I guess yes. they were good. They know? don't last long, no, they didn't last long, so I enjoyed doing it. I like cooking, I, you know, uh, I enjoy cooking all kinds of different things, and people, you know, maybe they think that's odd. I like cooking, I like yeah. sewing, I actually learn how to sew and stuff like that so kind of weird you know for a guy i guess but you know hey it's relaxing i like mo grass believe oh, yeah. it or not, yeah. because it gets your mind off of everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. You're out there mowing the yard. You're not worrying about anything. You're just mowing the grass. So I like right. doing that too, you know? So it's a little oddball stuff. I, you know, I told Jake when I walked in here, let's just have some fun on the show. I know we're not talking about yeah. marine stuff, but, you yeah. know, it is It is a holiday, and I didn't have students this week, so they didn't give me a lot right. of subject matter, you know? Right. But uh, we do, when we go back, we are going to have students going to work. So as we transition into christmas time and we're ending our december which is also ending our semester we have several students going to be going to work so i'm very grateful for that and the fact that we're doing that in our industry putting these these younger people in jobs out in our industry and that's going to be exciting for next year as well and we'll Mm. take new students as we begin our new year as well so it's 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 getting very exciting to see these students go to work and to have new people come into my classroom and that stuff. I've been getting a lot of questions, and I don't know if you mind me asking you this or no, not. But huh, you know, no, we got some. Lot. We do have a lot of listeners out there that that uh, ask me questions about the show and stuff. And one of the questions they keep talk, hear you talking about uh, being in a band or music. Or mm-hmm, I'd mm-hmm. like to know, and they would like to know if you give me some history on that. Tell us about oh. that because I've got a couple friends that. Are
2: very into music and that kind of stuff, and they they were asking me questions about it. oh uh, well, you can you can assure them it's very underwhelming. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, I, i've I've lived an exciting life. i'm I'm very blessed and happy to uh, to have gotten into the music business early uh, when I was a kid. My dad is a musician, and he had me on stage uh, by the time I was eleven years old playing the drums for him in a country band. And my brother was also in that band. And uh, I grew up just north of Chattanooga, Tennessee, so I was about an hour and a half from Nashville. Uh, so, uh, you know, as soon as I turned 18 and could leave the house and my parents, you know, let me go off the mountain, I was, I was in downtown Nashville as much as I could be, uh, meeting everybody and just sitting in and playing. And, and back then I was fearless. I, I didn't care. I would sit in and play music with anybody. So, um, but it eventually led to, um, I toured with uh, a guy named Leroy Parnell. Uh, he was a country hit maker back in the day. He had a band called the Hot Links. Uh, His biggest hit was uh, Love Without Mercy, I think, uh, and On the Road, a bunch of other hits. Um, Then I uh, transitioned to uh, another gig with a guy named Phil Vassar. He's a piano style, uh, Billy Joel kind of, uh, yeah. you know, artist yep. that mm-hmm. was on the country market. His biggest hit was uh, Just Another Day in Paradise. Toured with him for 10, 15 years on and off and did a lot of other tours with other artists and just was so lucky to be in Nashville when when a guy like me from, you know, the country could just show up in town and start playing drums and, and get work. So uh, it was it was just a great uh, a great 20 years of my life, really, just touring and playing drums you know, almost every night, you know, and that's how I met my wife. So it's, it's, it's led me here. It's, it's been everything. So
0: that's cool. Do you still play the drums or you get a chance? I do. Or? I do. Okay. You'll,
2: you'll catch me around town playing, uh, you know, different bars and clubs and stuff with different artists and groups. And some of my friends at church just get together. And when we just put bands together with whoever's available sometimes, and we'll play gigs, you know, just to make a little bit extra money. Okay. So. Well, that's cool, yeah. man. Yeah, I was yeah. curious myself when you said that. Do you sing at all? Do you sing? Uh, I do my own original stuff, but nobody really wants to hear that okay. as much, uh, so I kind of keep that to myself. It's kind of like a journal or a diary, you know, mm-hmm. my, my songs that I do, but I sing backup. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that's you, awesome. Are you musically inclined? Did you play any instruments you know, growing up? I don't,
0: up? And, and I've got several guitars sitting around my house, and it's one yeah. of those things where I look at them, and I, I get them out, and, I, and for like six months, I'll try to learn and then mm-hmm. something comes, comes up and i sit them back and, you know, right. I really would, I really want to learn, but taking the time to do that, you know, is kind of, I think, I think it's like a lot of things you need to have somebody that can be with you while you're learning that, right. that you know, to kind of help you mm-hmm. through that. Um, have somebody that will put you under their wing, like we do our students in school, right? Right. Put them under somebody else's wing. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody to practice with, it might work out better. But I watch a lot of videos and stuff, and I try it. And I've never really gotten past the chords much, you know what I mean? Not putting something together. Right. And a lot of people say if you put something together, you put one song together, and then that kind of ignites something, right? Mm -hmm. I just haven't got to that point uh, of doing that. But, yeah, I look at those guitars, and I think about them, and sometimes I pick it up and strum them a little bit, and I Mm -hmm. go, you know. And I think maybe one day that you know if I can't do it here, maybe when I get to heaven, maybe that'd be my thing that I'll have the ability to do when I get there. Well, maybe you know? be one of the perks. For making <laughs> yeah, it yeah I the play gate. guitar, you know. Yeah. So hey. yeah, and uh, yeah, and I like the drums too. You yeah, know, it I like so much fun. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. So that's just uh, fun. I go up to the church sometimes and hang out with a friend of mine, and he he's a music minister up there, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll get on the drums and stuff and. I'll, I'll hit on the drums a little bit oh, with yeah. him and stuff oh, like yeah. that you know but.
2: playing in church is so much fun too on sunday mornings it, it's an early morning call to be there but man it just what it does for people and just you know being there to worship and play music and and have everything going at the same time it's just great yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. man. Well, i appreciate yeah. you sharing that with me yeah, i've been wondering
0: yeah. every ever, since you mentioned it i have people asked me about it, you know. Yeah, that's of cool. And I cool. said it's good well, to get to know you, you know, awesome. and understand yeah. what you where you come 20 years, that's a long time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still doing it and
2: you know and hanging hanging with people that are in that industry, that's cool. And it brought me to this job, you know. Yeah. And now me and my wife live here and we just we love it here. The community is great and I get to meet, you know, community leaders and educators and uh, you know, just some really great people uh here through this show. So I'm really glad to be here at, at News Radio 923. We're on the Boat Smart with Stefan Schmidt. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Marine Services Instructor at Georgetown Technical College. If you have a question uh, today, uh, just go ahead and text us 437-1620. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was been wondering. I've been thinking of this tip of the week kind of thing. I want to do like a tip of the week. You know, I'm gonna probably start doing that on a weekly basis. And this tip of the week is look at your trailer. And I was talking to a buddy of mine. His name's Joe King. He lives up in uh, Scottsburg. He owns Angler Marine up there. And uh, him and I have been in this industry since Noah's Ark, you know, we've been doing this forever and, <laughs> <First> uh, boat, <laughs> yeah, the first boat. And we were talking about doing, uh, you know, t- I was talking about the subject matter for my show, believe it or not, the subject matter comes to me through the week, but of course it comes through, you know, at, uh, when I'm thinking in the morning, I write my show and I think, well, what is my subject matter going to be? You know, so I do that and my s- subject for this week or just my th- tip of the week is look at your trailer. And what I suggest people to do is, you know, a lot of times when we're putting our boat in the water, there's a lot of uh, other boats ready to go in at the boat ramp and everybody's rushing to get the boat in to get out of everybody's way and and get your boat out because you don't want to be the guy or or gal just sitting there waiting, uh, people waiting on you to get your boat in and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of times I think we rush that part. And when your boat is sitting on your trailer, you need to – take an opportunity to do a walk around, to look at your trailer. And I think that's, uh, that is something that a lot of people neglect is looking at their trailer. So here's what I'm going to suggest. If you, especially this time of year when it's not so busy at the boat ramps, maybe take your boat down there and maybe you're not even going to run your boat. Maybe you just want to take it out for an hour or two and you have an ability to put your boat on the dock is go ahead and get your boat off the trailer And pull your trailer up into the parking place and do a walk around while your boat is not on your trailer and start looking at things on your trailer. Look at your, your tires, look at your lug nuts, look at your, uh, carpet, the bunks, the brackets, look at the tongue area of the trailer as well. And the coupler and just go through, look at the winch strap and just do a good walk around on it and take that time to take and make notes, Right. So take time and make notes of all the things that you have to look at on the trailer and then, you know, take it over to key Marine. If you feel like you need some work done and get that taken care of a lot of places can lift the boat off the trailer and and do the work without the boat on it. So you don't necessarily have to leave your boat in the water anywhere and take your trailer somewhere. You could take the boat and the trailer and go and let them go through it as well. But, you know, just stay, uh, in tune with your trailer because, The best boat in the world, if the boat runs really good, if it don't get to the water, that's not doing you any good, is it? Right? So Yeah. So, you want to look at your trailer really well. And I suggest look at the lug nuts and that. And it wouldn't hurt to put a little rust inhibitor on your lug nuts, you know, every so often. Make sure you're greasing your wheel bearings that kind of thing. There's there's uh, axles that have bearing buddies on them or they have a greaser on it. Do that mm-hmm. from time to time. And just do a good look at your trailer because a problem can be minor at the beginning. And mm-hmm. then if you continue to abuse it or you know not take care of that problem, you could be stranded at the boat ramp or somewhere else. I remember a time, this wasn't the boat that I have now, but years ago, we were putting my boat back on the trailer. And as the backing down the uh, ramp, I, I was in the boat and I'm waiting on the boat to come to, you know, the trailer come down the ramp and I'm looking and I see the trailer sitting funny, mm. like dragging in the ground. And I thought, uh, mm. oh, that's odd, you know? So I, I got to the dock and stopped and get went up there and looked and the tongue had broke where it was rusted mm. underneath and it had broken. Now my trailer's dragging <laughs> the ground, right? Ugh. Yeah. That was a bad situation yeah. because now my boat's in the water and you can't get it out (laughs) can't get it out of water and now you're panicking right Mm -hmm. and so and now you have a trailer that's broke so what are you going to do
2: call a friend that
0: has a (laughs) a call a friend if you get lucky right and of course i didn't have anybody that had that right uh, at that time so i had to call a friend that had a boat dock close to me
2: oh okay then i had
0: to find a vehicle to come get me Oh, you know, and disconnect the trailer and, and to come around and get me at the boat dock, leave my boat there. Now we're, I'm now worried about my boat sitting on the right. boat dock, yeah. you know, because it's normally not in the water. Right. Mm. And then I had to figure out how am i am going to fix the tongue just enough to get it home, home mm-hmm. to a welding shop or what have mm-hmm. you. So I concoctioned up a bunch of straps and wood, and it looked like a concoction. (laughs) Yep, I MacGyvered it and got that tongue off the ground and eased it back to a welding shop and let them Mm. them put a new tongue in there. But, you know, had I been looking, Mm -hmm. you know, here I am, the expert. Right. Right? Practice what you preach kind of thing, right? Never make that
2: mistake again. (laughs) Right,
0: definitely. Mm. You know, run your hand along the tongue of the trailer and see if you feel anything under there. Because a lot of times, even if it's an aluminum trailer, they have a steel or galvanized tongue in them. Because the aluminum won't carry the weight. So that portion of the trailer is, is, uh, is steel or galvanized, you know, so it rusts and it will corrode. Same with the axles as well. Run your hand along the bottom of the axles and check those and, uh, you know, look at those really good and. If there's issues there, look at your wheels. See if your wheels are cocked in or out a little bit or back and forth. Maybe grab them and shake them. That's a way to tell if your bearings are going bad. Mm. If it's moving, you, if you got two axles, you can ver- you know look at one. Okay, wow, that one shakes a little bit. This one doesn't. Right. Row you can verify that. Even a non-expert can look at stuff like that. Right. So, just
2: just being aware. Yeah, just being attention. aware. Yeah, it can save you a lot of grief and time in yep. the end.
0: So that was my my tip of the week. You know, and then when you mm-hmm. see that kind of thing, just take it in there. Let Key Marine service your trailer for you and get it back up in shape. And I'm telling Mm. you, trailers are expensive now. Oh yeah. They're expensive. And you know, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's better to repair than to replace because like everything right now is expensive and trailers are no different uh, than that. And also there's still sometimes a waiting list to even get a trailer. Mm. So you need to take care of that trailer, you know? Right. So as we go into the next few weeks, we're also with the cooler weather coming in, you know, I want to start thinking about winterization Mm -hmm. because that's so very important too as we get into these colder times because cold weather in our area can catch you just like that right you know you wake up one day at 70 the next day it's 20 degrees literally we have that happen down here right Mm -hmm. and that could catch you off guard right and if you got an engine that's not winterized or protected you end up with manifolds that are cracked or even a block that's cracked so we're Mm going to start talking about that as well and getting people into the winterization mode yeah,
2: because yeah. that's that's a major overhaul. Once that happens, right? oh, once it happens, it, <clears throat> it's it is done. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. It, and really, you can do some minor things to take care of it and make sure mm-hmm. it, that you don't have issues with it. Outboards aren't too bad. Outboards, you know, you can trim them down, and they're gonna they're going to drain. Where we have problems is stern drives and inboards. Those engines will freeze up on you, and all it takes is a twenty four hour uh, time where it's actually uh cold for 24 hours and uh you can actually get you know your engine can freeze in that amount of time so we got a call oh or, yeah
2: we got a couple callers okay waiting, let's do actually. that sorry Dang. to cut you off I i'm just, sorry I no we're no getting, cut me uh, off. Nope. We're, we're getting to be uh, uh running down at the wire I'm, let's do definitely it want to get these questions and okay. we're going to start out uh on the phone we have got bob um bob are you with us i'm here all right, uh we've only got I'm a here. All right, we've only got a couple of minutes. Uh go ahead and uh get your question out for uh, Stefan Schmidt.
1: Uh I got a 90 horsepower Mercury four-stroke. Last time I had it out, uh I could uh, we ran it all day long and then coming on in, I couldn't get it over 3000 RPMs.
0: Okay. And did you have any alarms going just, off or told anything? Me what's that now did you have any alarms going off or anything Did you notice anything different
1: i did not hear okay. no
0: okay hmm has it been sitting up for a while or anything like that or has it just started to happen uh
1: that, you know well that's the first time that's ever happened and uh you know we ran it you know pretty much a few hours and then on the way back in i said it just uh we had a real hard time getting it. Uh, you know, it, it act like it'd want to go, and then it would, uh, you know, hit that three thousand RPM and drop back down a little bit, and and uh, we work with it and get it going again, and it uh, it just wouldn't it just wouldn't get over three thousand RPM. Is what okay. I to say.
0: Okay. Well, hmm. you know. It sounds like it you know four strokes a lot of times it will be fuel it's fuel related you'll end up maybe having a fuel related problem where you're having a, an injector or something plugged up on you or something like that but also those engines will go into a uh, limp mode where if they have an issue with the overheat or something like that they can drop down into that RPM range typically it's a lot lower than that it's going to probably be in the in the 1500 range or so I would definitely look at fuel injection or or, or you know the that portion of it a fuel related type Thing. If you take that over to Key Marine, they can scan that motor and make sure it's not an issue with, with, uh, you know, with a sensor or something like that. But also, if it if it was running good and then it drops down and goes back up, I don't think you have a cylinder problem. I think you have something related to fuel more than likely. But if you take it over to Key Marine, it's a great time to save 20% on that repair. You know, Right, right. and go over there and let them <laughs> troubleshoot yeah. it for you because really you need to get that checked out because you can do further damage to the engine. So I'd go get it checked out and yeah. hoping your are servicing it all the time as well.
1: Is that yeah. It? Well, I, yeah, I have been, um, uh, you know, I don't put very many hours on it every year. I take it about three out three or four times a year. Yeah. And, uh, so
0: are you running it between but, those times? Are you trying to run it like in your driveway? Yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I, I would, Yeah. I would lean to a, to a fuel issue, you know, but I definitely have somebody check it out so you don't keep, you know, do further damage to it. Yep. Okay. All right. Bob. Let me ask you
1: something else about oh. start starting that in the in the driveway. There's a hose that that comes off the, that you can hook a, a water hose to. Yes, sir. And then and then also you have to do the rabbit ears. Right. Mickey Mouse ears. Yep what's better
0: well your your uh, owner's manual will tell you on the rabbit ears i will tell you that it's 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 back people talk about it back and forth if you put it on the hose attachment and you don't rev the motor you're probably just fine to flush it that way okay just don't rev yeah. it
1: okay
2: yep and you'll be fine okay all right all right, all right. bob thank you so much Thanks for the much. question yep ha- have a happy that. holiday today uh, bob uh, okay, so uh, we had another caller, but I, I, he probably saw the time ticking away, so he went ahead and bailed. But I, I think he was gonna ask a question about some of the services at Key Marines uh, Center. But okay. uh, but we got a couple minutes left. Gonna uh, get you back to the winterizing because uh, we started touching on that before the question. Um, what what are some other ways we can winterize?
0: Well, some one of the tactics that I use is a like a sixty watt light bulb believe it or not. Oh. So if we get a cold time and you're using your boat and, it's, and we're talking about stern drives and inboard boats. Okay. The outboards not necessary, but on mm. the boats like that, you try, what I try to do is tell the customer, get the boat out of the wind. Okay. Cause wind has a big fact is a big factor on, mm. you know, damage when it's cold and then you got the wind factor as well. Right. So if you're parking in a carport or between two buildings or something like that, that works well for you. And then you could go and put a, a light bulb in a, in a nice pie pan kind of light bulb, you hmm. know, uh, clip thing and put it in the engine compartment and have your light bulb on that 60 watt light bulb will keep that engine compartment above freezing. Oh. It may, you know, and that will help you there. The problem with that is if electricity goes out or if, you, right. if your light bulb blows mm-hmm. or something, you're really not confident with that light bulb. You got to check it right. often. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I do if I have one doing, if I'm doing that, mm-hmm. you know, or if you can get your boat in a garage, put it in a garage or a barn where the temperatures do not drop that low, so that's kind of the the quick way to winterize if you're doing you know or keep your boat protected. I might call it a winterization, mm-hmm. but to keep it protected in the cold, you know, the cold, cold. It takes about twenty four hours of temperature drop to kill your engine like that, you know, oh, to okay. hurt it. So yeah. Oh. Yep. So we'll dig into that more as we right. go in next week and stuff.
2: Okay. Uh, if if you would humor me, let's do a lightning round. Uh, some of the frivolous topics from the morning show with Andrew McKay this this uh, week that we've been talking about. Uh, least favorite side at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we said yams and that other stuff. Beets. Ugh. Beets. Yeah. yeah right. I don't like okay. those. No. Nope. Uh, do you call it stuffing or dressing? Stuffing. Stuffing. All right. Okay. And uh, any tips for uh, leftovers? What do you What do you do with your leftovers? Eat them all. <laughs> just eat them just keep eating <laughs> i got gotcha. you yep all right Stefan schmidt thank you so much for being with us today it's boat smart on the pensacola expert panel thank you for your questions and calls uh we'll see you next time here on boat smart
1: thank you so much for being with me today